0: Well, welcome into another edition of the Mouthy Mill Towners. This is uh, Mac Banks sitting across from Keith Cook. JT is on assignment, as they would say. He is down in, uh, I guess, Walk-A-Mall area of.
1: He's is at Island
0: today. Is Pauly's Island, is. yeah. So um, he's with the former baseball team. They have just wrapped up the um, Coastal Invitational. Uh, they beat. North Myrtle Beach five to four, uh would have been a championship, but they really only got to play three games, instead of I guess would have been four games, but uh, apparently there's a lot of uh precipitation this past week. So, um congratulations to them. Currently, as we are recording this, we got two games, two baseball games, uh ongoing or will be ongoing. Uh, Catawba Ridge is down in um. Georgetown. Uh, Georgetown at the IP Classic, and then Nafo is
1: at White Knoll uh, down in Columbia. There in the championship game uh, against uh, Sumter later, Catawba Ridge in the championship game of the of the IP against uh, Lawrence, a familiar foe for them.
0: Yes, yeah, so definitely a familiar foe. So if you can't tell with all this baseball going on, it is officially spring sports season. Um, basketball has been. Uh, put away uh, hoops have been raised up, and uh, courts have been cleaned, and it's officially spring sports season. Um, so we've got a lot going on, uh, and for the next really 90 days, the next three months, it's going to be wall to wall between lacrosse and soccer and baseball and softball and boys golf and track and.
1: Boys tennis.
0: Boys tennis, a little bit of everything. So it's going to be a lot happening in a short period of time. Hopefully coming out of that, there'll be a lot of region titles, um, a lot of playoff berths, and a lot of, um, hopefully, state championships. I know um, CR baseball is is obviously defending state champions. CR softball, defending state champions. I expect at least one of them to get back, if not both of them, to at least make a decent run for it um nation four boys lacrosse should make a decent run for a state title at at the 5a level um a lot of different other teams you know some some will probably be a surprise i mean you might not think of it right now but i wouldn't be surprised if they snuck up on us and and at least made a decent run it would be uh it'd be nice it'd be definitely nice for the town uh, to continue that winning streak that we've uh, had in the spring. So um, without further ado, we'll get into it. Starting over at uh, Fort Mill this past week, there's uh, basically been three sports, baseball, lacrosse, and soccer, this all kind of kicked off and are already underway. Um, both boys and girls, lacrosse. Uh, Fort Mill girls are now 2-2 two and two on the season this past week. They uh, already opened region play. Had, uh you know against Blythewood, winning thirteen to two, they dropped a close match against uh, Country Day, thirteen to twelve, and then lost to Cuthbertson, eleven to nine. Again, they're two and two on the season. Um, they have a tendency lacrosse teams have a tendency to start about a week earlier than most, and then they'll finish up a good, good ways uh before most spring teams do, but needless to say. Fort Mill girls lacrosse off to a two and two start, so pretty good for them. Uh, same thing with Fort Mill boys lacrosse; they're off to a two and two start. They uh, beat Blythewood again, opening up region play this week, ten to five, and then they uh, also beat Hannah nine to five. So good start for them.
1: Absolutely, and, and anytime you can beat Hannah in anything, that's always a, a positive result for any team.
0: Yeah, T.O. Hanna's pretty strong in a lot of sports. Obviously, Cross is one of them. So it's just a matter of, of having to make that lengthy drive over to Anderson, <laughs> which is not fun considering having – it's going to take you a while. If you go down the death trap known as I-85, that's no fun. And if you take back roads to avoid that, then that it's just going to take you longer, especially in, a, in an activity bus. So <laughs> congratulations to them. Um Again, two and two on the year for them. They're doing pretty well. Let's see, uh, Fort Mill girls soccer. Um, they fell four to nothing to Lexington earlier this week. They dropped it two and two. So decent start for them. They really haven't gotten underway too much. There's a lot of preseason tournaments. The Viking Cup they just got through finish finishing up. You know, so they are two and two on a season, and then. For my boys' soccer, they really didn't play this week. They had a game scheduled against Andrew Jackson, but that game got canceled uh, specifically because the Andrew Jackson girls' basketball team was in the 2A state championship, uh, which they won, by the way. Uh, congratulations to the Lady Vols. Um, so right now, the boys' soccer team for Fort Mill sits at 3-3-1 three, three, on the year. And again, we go back to baseball for Fort Mill. Formel opened the uh, Coastal Invitational at um, against Cherraw, winning six to two. Uh, then the next day they won against Soxty, uh ten to nothing. So they started, you know, two and over that. They got rained out one day, just Friday. It was uh, nothing but apparently monsoon conditions all over the state. And then again, they just wrapped up uh, the Coastal Invitational with a five-four win over. North Myrtle Beach, which um, it puts them in good, good standings because they are heading into a series, so to speak, a two-game series that's coming week with Catawba Ridge. So that should be a pretty interesting uh, matchup between those two teams. And we're expecting Catawba Ridge to come out of the uh, IP Classic. Um, probably 4-0, at least uh, 3-1 at the worst, so probably 4-0.
1: Yeah, and that's a big win for Fort Mill because you've got to consider North Myrtle Beach was a 4 A finalist who lost to Catawbridge in the finals last year. So you figure that North Myrtle Beach is probably one of those teams that can continue to get talent and continue to reload and, and get the guns ready to go again. And uh, uh, It got a little testy there in the bottom of the seventh inning. It was 5-3. Fort Mill was coasting along. And then a run scored with nobody out, and you start thinking, uh oh, things are getting a little, little hairy there, and you, you wonder if some of these younger guys, if they're going to have a difficult time uh, trying to close that game out. But they did indeed uh, put away a very good Chiefs team, at five to four. And you know, if, they said because all those games got rained out Friday that there was no, there's going to be no championship game, so to speak. But Fort Mill, at the very least will get a share of that championship if right. they had one being 3-0, one of the only undefeated teams in the in that uh, tournament.
0: Yeah, and I was we were watching it on Game Changer, and I, it was 5-4, and it was two outs, and then there's a runner on first and second for uh, the Chiefs. And you're thinking, all right, well, it's the first real test of, of the season. You know, obviously North Myrtle is a lot more better of competition than – Say a Sherall or a, a Um So that was, you know, three games into the season, Four getting tested and uh, everything held up well. Um, yep. So, you know, good for them. Congratulations to them. Tell me a little bit about what's been going on at the uh, NAFO side of town.
1: Oh, uh, NAFO has been very busy, very, very busy. Uh, I'll get to baseball last, but I'm going to give some scores for the week so far on Monday. The uh, Varsity Boys Lacrosse team beat Clover 14-3. The JV Boys Lacrosse team lost 12-4. Varsity Girls Lacrosse lost 10-7 at Clover. And JV Girls Lacrosse lost 16-6 at Clover. So, uh, tough, um, tough sledding on Monday night for a lot of the nation forward teams. Um, varsity Golf, however, won against Clover and Cuthbertson. Uh, winning uh, 158, 177, to 184, so that's a good start for them. You move over to Tuesday, a lot of stuff was canceled just because of the rain. Uh, but varsity girls soccer, you know, they'll play in monsoon conditions. That's for sure. They beat White and Ole three nothing. JV girls beat White Ole as well five to nothing. So a nice day there for those teams. Moving on to Thursday, JV girls lacrosse lost seven to two against Blythewood. Varsity girls lacrosse, however, uh, won twenty-one to eight. Katherine Barhorst with nine goals. Yes, nine. I don't, I don't know that I've ever seen that. Uh, now Josh Mayo will probably show me yeah. up on that for sure. Uh, JB boys lacrosse they beat Blythewood three-one, and varsity boys had a uh, had a tough time beating Blythewood sixteen <laughs> to two. If you can tell the uh, the sarcasm in my voice. And soccer teams travel to the coast. It seems like. Every school was represented down at Myrtle Beach this week. Yeah, uh, with Catawba Ridge and, and Fort Mill baseball teams being down there. varsity girls soccer uh, go to Myrtle Beach, beat them three to one on Friday. Varsity boys do the same, beating Myrtle Beach two to nothing. And then yesterday, uh, varsity girls soccer continued to steamroll. They beat Sockestee seven nothing. Seems like is getting whooped around by these Fort Mill teams, it's, aren't they?
0: Socasty's apparently having issues. They're apparently they having. Came out of their uh, winter slumber for basketball <laughs> and wrestling. So,
1: right, uh, varsity boys soccer played St. James, always a tough opponent, and they tied nil nil in regulation, go on to win in penalty kicks, four to two. Exciting things for the baseball team this week. Uh, JV team, they were in the clo, uh, the yeah, the Clover Catawba Ridge. Uh, Invitational had lost those two games as we mentioned last week to Fort Mill and Catawba Ridge, but pick it back up and go beat a traditional foe in Northwestern 11-2. Just really hammered them pretty good. Uh, So they got their first win of the season. Wednesday's uh, fourth game unfortunately was rained out and so the JV boys, they get back up on the saddle tomorrow at Marvin Ridge at 5.30. Looking forward to that. So the boys varsity team, uh, go to the Red River, Red Bank Invitational, Riverbank. Well, Red Bank Invitational down in Columbia, down at White Knoll. And traditionally, uh, a pretty good tournament, a uh, pretty prestigious tournament, and the Falcons go down there and they just continue their winning ways. They beat Camden six to one, which is usually pretty tough. I mean, we know about that because of Legion Ball, and yeah, got some good ball players down there in the Camden area. Uh, and then they follow that up. Uh, with a, another win against, um, it was against Drear. They beat Drear the next day, beat them pretty handily. Uh, let me look at the score on that one. I, I can't believe that I don't remember the score, just because baseball is uh, what I look forward to every year. But they go ahead and they beat Drear seven to four, and then uh, they had opened the tournament. Or no, and then on wait a minute. Friday, they opened the tournament on the 23rd before that, thirteen four, 4 and then they had Saturday's game, 7-4, which we went over last week. Beat Camden 6-1, and then in about 11 minutes, they will play the championship game of the Red Bank Invitational against Sumter, and Sumter, we all know, is a pretty decent team as well.
0: Yeah, Sumter, again, um, they're, they're known, really, for their baseball down in the area, especially in the summer with Legion teams. Uh, they're pretty stacked. Uh, them and Camden, Again, um, pretty good teams in, in the Midlands. So, NAFO's got their work cut out. But it seems like, you know, they, they're they firing on all cylinders. It seems like it's going to be a pretty good season for all of the Milltown baseball teams.
1: I mean, so far, all of them are undefeated. And that's yeah. just something that you never would expect out of the first week of the season because they're always playing tough competition those first few games. Just And all three coaches believe, on, believe in, you know, Come on, whoever wants to play, we'll play you anywhere.
0: Yeah, and it's I mean, it's a matter of trying to fill things out. You know, mm-hmm. should should I start this guy at short or should I move him to second? Yep. Should I pitch this guy, you know, right out of the gate, or should he be a bullpen guy or middle relief? You know, should should this guy even start? Should he come off the bench? So it's a matter of just and it's not just with baseball but any sport really. It's just a matter of the first week you're trying to fill everybody out. And you can, you know, try to do things in scrimmages, but, you know, I'm not saying they're half-hearted, but, you know, it doesn't count. So, Mm -hmm. mentally, it's not counting, and you know it doesn't count. But once you, you know, actually get out there and the games are starting to count for wins and losses and and playing time, then you really get to see what you got. And it looks like, um, again, everything's going smooth,
1: knock on wood, for the baseball people but um they could be between the three schools by the end of the day they could all be together 11 and 0 yeah
0: yeah and And again catawba ridge and and fort mill play this week in a two-game series Mm -hmm. that's scheduled if i'm not mistaken for wednesday and friday uh wednesday is scheduled for at fort mill yep and then friday is at catawba ridge however um, it's obviously spring sport So now we're talking about rain And dealing with the weather issues We've already had that this past week I'm sure we'll continue to have that Throughout the spring So here's to hoping that you know Everything gets in and we're able to at least You know if it does rain It happens overnight and it's not too much And it yeah. doesn't Rain like it did this
1: past week Because this past week it was just I mean it was apparently everywhere all over the state It was just awful We could see those uh, line of showers. I believe it was uh, Wednesday when we had our JV game canceled. We were in the facility, and the varsity had already gone down to White Knoll because the game hadn't been canceled yet. But if you look at the radar, there's just this line that went from it seemed like Maine all the way down to Texas, and there was no way you were going to avoid it. And um, so that game got canceled. Guys had to come back and go back down there, so it was kind of a – a tough situation for them, but yeah, you know, Mother Nature having a uh, having a field day so far with all of these games. Uh, update on Catawba Ridge: uh, Lawrence has scored three in the top of the fourth to take a four to three lead. Uh, four runs, three hits, no errors for Lawrence. Uh, Catawba Ridge: three runs, six hits, and an, an uncharacteristically seven errors oh, wow. on the Copperhead so far.
0: Yeah, I did notice that. Um you know, again, they played Hannah yesterday, one but there were some errors in that game that uh, you don't normally see out of out of a Catawba Ridge team. Granted, it's early in the mm-hmm. season. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about Catawba Ridge, and yeah. we'll, we'll go back to lacrosse and then end up with baseball again. So, boys lacrosse this past week, they had two games. They lost to uh, Malden 12-4 and then turn around and beat Wade Hampton 12-4. Um, so Catawba Ridge Boys Lacrosse is 1-2 so far on the season. The girls lacrosse team, um, they went 2-0 this past week. They beat Butler 16-3 and wow. then also played Wade Hampton uh, kind of in a boy-girl doubleheader uh, the same day that the boys did. They played Wade Hampton and came out uh, 13-12. In overtime, um, golden goal type of overtime when it comes to lacrosse, so you score first, you win, mm-hmm. and they are now two and two on the season, so good for them. Um
1: Hampton—they just won't stay out of the way either. Yeah, They're
0: doing yeah, <laughs> yeah the it seems like it's uh, starting to get to be a familiar foe, but one thing I know that's changed this year: instead of two halves for the girls lacrosse. They're now playing in four quarters. Right. So um, it's one of those things I really didn't notice until, you know, I was at a game and I'm like, all right, why are we playing quarters?
1: I noticed that Wednesday night when we were walking up or yeah. Thursday night, something like that. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it's just, you know, so that's new. But, I mean, it's it it's good because they don't do it in any other sport like that. And right. You don't have that in basketball where they play two halves and then four quarters. So <laughs> um, Boys soccer for Catawba Ridge. They uh, took an uncharacteristically a uh, bad loss, four to one, to Chapin. Chapin's obviously yeah. a pretty good 5A team. Yeah. Um, they came back and they're obviously at the beach this week as well. They beat May River three to two and then lost yesterday to Bluffton, two to one. So Top Ridge boys soccer drops to five and two on the year. Um, not the start they're normally used to getting off to. Usually by now they're like seven and oh six and one uh so for two losses for them early in this season is kind of uncharacteristic but then again i mean i katarbird soccer is getting out there to the point where it's not really a secret anymore Yeah, yeah so teams are able to adjust and and um you know just adjust on the fly so they've got a long way to go um but you know they're still a good team and they you know season's young so once, I feel like once they get in the region playing, get back home and everything, they should be okay. The girls' soccer team um, for Topper Ridge, they split games this past week. They lost to Providence Day 3-1 to one, and then beat Blythewood 2-1 to one, and are now 4-2. That Blythewood game was um, played Friday night and it was literally raining the whole time. I mean, there are times <laughs> it was raining light. And then there are times it was just, just a downpour. So uh, needless to say, um, Copperheads struck early, got two goals, one in each half, um, and then gave up a, a just a late goal late in that game. Really wasn't close, despite what the score says. But, uh, you know, 2-1 in soccer you, it's one of those things where it could be close, could not be close. But uh, it really wasn't that close for the Copperheads. Anyway, they... Um, are now 4-2 and two overall on the season. So those three sports, really, and then going back to baseball, uh, the Copperheads opened the IP Classic against um, Somerville. Got a 6-1 win. Very good Somerville team. I think they're ranked second in the, in the 5A polls. So you're starting your season against a you know, number two team in 5A, and to come out with a win, that's not easy.
1: Especially considering the pitcher that they were going up against. Yeah. He was throwing up near a hundred mile Yeah.
0: So, and, and for them to be able to put some runs together, get some early hits to get out there and get the win, that's good. Uh, came back the next day uh, and played Blue Ridge. Uh, won two to one. Um, that was a walk-off win for them. And then uh, they beat Hannah uh, on Saturday. And that was a walk-off win for them, four to three. So back-to-back wins coming from walk-off hits for uh, Catawba Ridge. They, they seem like they still got that uh, luck of the hour, so to speak, for um, what they had last year. A lot of luck, a lot of talent on that team. They really didn't lose a lot. I mean, you, you look at their roster, a lot of the same guys that was on last year's championship team is on this year's team. I know they lost Jake McCoy. Uh, they're probably number one pitcher. He's at uh, USC now for the Gamecocks, pitching for them. So uh, you know they've got to make some adjustments, but it seems like whatever they're doing is is working. So uh,
1: yeah, I mean they've got Dime, they've got uh, Mullen still there. Yeah, Glover. Ull- you got yeah Glover and uh, and Noonan still there and Aiden Catterall. So they've they've got a lot of experience on that team to be able to carry themselves. And, and I know that Stosh. Is keeping them grounded to you know. Let's not let this title go to your head. We still got yeah. a lot of work to do.
0: And then uh, Sam Schwab came up big against mm-hmm. the uh, Hannah Yellow Jackets. He's he had a game tying uh, home run. They were down literally to their last strike, and he came. You know, he had two strikes on him. He had a game tying home run, came back, and then Jackson Mullen um, with got a, a with a single for the game winning hit. So. Things are going smooth for the Copperheads. I'm sure. I'm sure and, and Coach Lewis would say they're probably not as smooth as we make it out to be, but um,
1: they, they they want a little less jitters, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So, but this, this this is the kind of thing that happened in their state championship run last year, where they would get that big hit, like a home run, like they right. had last year during the the uh, I believe the upper state championships. And it just they just you know, somebody steps up and does something for them to take care of business.
0: Yeah, and like we were saying, I mean, they that team is stacked with talent. Um, you look at the top to bottom, you look at the roster, you would expect them to to again make a, make a decent run. I would not be surprised if come May, we are talking about them being in the state finals. Uh, who they would go up against, who knows. Uh, obviously North Myrtle Beach is who they beat last year you know Fort Mill had a time with them um, on Sunday today but you know it, it's early uh, just looking ahead uh, looking at teams like Catawba Ridge softball they get started this week defending their 4A state title uh, I know they have a Lancaster um, right out of the gate which is a region game for them so they should they should again make a run for it they still you know got a lot of uh, talent you know audrey wilson uh chloe berger pitching so they've, they've got a lot of talent so who knows i mean it's it's officially spring sports season now and and you know it's gonna get uh hot and heavy real fast
1: that's right and um why not defend your titles and go back to back i mean we, we haven't seen a whole lot of that Recently, in at least the higher classifications like 4A and 5A in a while. But, uh, but, I mean, I think these teams are good enough to be able to defend their titles.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, I think that's one thing, especially in the spring, you don't see that a lot because there's so much talent, especially in baseball across right. the state. I mean, you'll have a kid that really is young and hasn't really been heard of just, you know, come on, come on the singing and tear things up. Um, so, it's, it's really tough to have teams repeat, you know, for example, like, you know, Fort Mill Wrestling, they've had a great two-year run, uh, they're coming off their second state dual title, so, you know, they're 5A, but wrestling's a different sport, it's a different type of animal, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you have a lot of talent and that talent really sticks around and everything with with baseball and softball and everything it's, it's a little bit different there's not as many you know players and things like that because obviously you can only put nine on the field mm-hmm. um now that's a lot of moving parts too. And, it, and it is a lot of moving parts you know things like uh with wrestling for example you got 14 out there you got to try to at least field 14 spots Um, and, and it, and it's, I don't want to say it's a singular sport, but you've, you've got weight classes, kids fall into weight classes, and that's where they're at. Right. You know, baseball, you got, one day a kid could be pitching, next day he could be playing first, the day after that he could be in the outfield, (laughs) you got to manage arms, um, there's things that we all know about, pitch counts. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays you can't have a kid go out and, and throw 120 pitches <laughs> no. and, and go all seven innings. Um, so come back the next
1: day. Yeah, and
0: come <laughs> back the next day and, and, yeah, relieve or anything like that. So there's a lot to manage when it comes to things like baseball. Um, and you, the team that, that wins it all is usually the team who is best able to put it all together manage arms the best. And, uh, you know, that can vary from year to year. Their injuries, yep. bad things can happen. You know, um, it's just it's just a different beast. So it's it's going to be a wild uh, wild spring for sure. Um, we got a lot going on.
1: Yeah, we do. Nation Ford getting ready to kick off their game, their championship game at the Red Bank Invitational against the Sumter Gamecocks. And right now, currently in the top of the fifth inning, uh top Ridge does still trail Lawrence 4-3 but plenty of game left in that one and who knows we'll probably see another walk off for the Copperheads again here tonight yeah.
0: I mean you, you got an inside track so to speak to Nation 4 baseball how do you feel like they're going to do at the varsity level I mean you see these guys day in and day out so right. how do you feel you know at the 5A level Jeff Stack in his second year with NOFO how do you feel like they're going to be
1: I feel like these guys are, they bought into his system. And usually it takes a while for you to be able to, uh, to get the kids to believe in what you're trying to, what your, your strategy is and what your game plan is. Uh, Nation Ford fortunately was lucky to have uh, Stosh there and then Mike Lewis take over for him. So there really wasn't a drop off in the, in the philosophy, so to speak, between coaches. Uh, Then you have uh, Jeff Stack come in last year who came from Sun Valley. Uh, The Union County Schools are definitely a different type of culture than what we're used to here in Fort Mill. And so you wonder, well, is he gonna, what's gonna happen here? But he has shown in the one year plus that he's been here that uh, he's got what it takes to get these guys to believe in what he wants them to do. Um, They, I think... One of the things that that a lot of teams, especially this age group, with a lot of talent on their team, they obviously have a lot of talent on this team, as does Fort Mill. Uh, you know, they could get easily bored. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And uh, say you get ahead of a team, we'll just say, for example, Sockeste yesterday when Fort Mill was right. just beating their brains in. Uh, you know, you could tend to maybe slack off a little bit because you're ahead and you know you're better than them. Mm -hmm. And so then things start dropping off and you start developing bad habits. So that's one of the things that Coach Stack has been very uh, adamant against having happen is let's not get bored, let's take care of our business and continue to get better even within the game. And so I think that he's got a good shot at at, uh, I mean, they've got a great shot at winning the region this year. I think all, uh, I think both teams in the t- town of Fort Mill have a great shot at winning the uh, region three five A. Uh, they're both very loaded. They, um, they, they're all very well disciplined. We've seen both teams have uh, played defensively well this week. And again, like we talked about earlier, this is a, you know, this is a time of the year where things are just going to kind of be a little weird. Yeah. And you don't know what is going to happen with these young guys. Uh, right out of the gate, and um, but I do think that Nation Ford has uh, what it takes to get things uh, in the right direction, and you know, open up against Clover in region play next week, and that's going to be tough. Clover's always been tough uh, recently, in recently years anyway. And Fort Mill also with Blythwood I mean, you want to talk mm-hmm. about just stepping right into the fire, and that's what Fort Mill's doing. They first of all they go to the coastal, go three and a then they have to play Catawba Ridge. Hello. Yeah. And that's then, not an easy. And then and go Blythewood right after that. So I mean, it's just like these guys. You know, by the end of the season, we'll see what they're made of.
0: And and I know some of these games because of the weather, because of the rain, because of the you know weather issues, and you know we look at it as all right, Catawba Ridge is an IP classic. It's one team, but you got you know six, seven, eight, 12 teams in these things, and you got to stagger all these games and you have three, four hours worth of just downpours. Yeah. It messes things up. It pushes things back. I think, if I read this right, um, there's like a time limit, like a two-hour time yeah. limit for some of these games, especially for Catawba Ridge. So, like what they did against Hannah, they had to do in like two hours. Right. So, right. I think they only really got five innings in, which yeah. is te- technically is a complete game in high school. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you – that goes into, like we were saying, you, you go back, you look at your pitching. All right, how long do I leave this kid in? When can he, you know, does he now go and can he pitch against Fort Mill on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. You know, or do I just ride him and in, in, since it's a game, is already shortened because of weather, do we just ride him on, you know, saving arm? So, yep. it's a lot. I think, I think you're right, especially when it comes to Region 3, 5A. Looking at both of uh, Fort Mill's lineups and Nation Ford, I think it's going to be a good battle. I think they're at a point where um, Fort Mill's kind of trying to rebound from last year. They finished right at 500. Mm -hmm. They were 14 and 14, and we talked to Coach Collier last week. Um, I know they're itching to improve all that. You know, Clover has been kind of a pain in the butt (laughs) for – both Nation, Ford and Fort yep. Mill the past couple of years and they've been on a nice decent run. You're stuck in a region with Blythewood uh, which you know they've done very well the past couple of years. They've had some arms and been ranked real high and we've had to deal with those uh, pitchers and those teams. Thankfully next year they'll be in a different region. We right. don't have to worry about it. But, but you still, you have to worry about the Tyler Ridge and Northwestern. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but you still got to go through it. So yeah, I mean Next this time next year we won't be talking about Catawba Ridge and in formula playing because they'll be playing further down in April mm-hmm. and that'll be an actual region game this time next year all right.
1: so and clover also is at the IP and so they're getting tested so again right. you know they say iron sharpens iron right and that's kind of what's been going on with all you know all these teams that are in the Fort mill area, is that they're going up against some pretty good competition. So that's just going to make them tougher during region play as well.
0: Yeah, and this time next year, Clover and CR will be region matchups. Yeah. For um, all sports. So a lot going on. Um, You know, stay tuned. We'll we'll bring it to you the best we can, try to get all the scores in. I think we have a guest next week. We're knocking on wood saying we do. (laughs) Um, Hopefully things will come through. JT should be back next week um so we should be able to uh put it all together and have that guest for you um here's to uh, a lot of prayer that the rain doesn't affect uh <laughs> play this week and that uh you know we can uh, get these games in because the last thing you want to do is start you know i worked on my my march calendar laid everything out trying to figure out i i should go to this game here this game there That all gets thrown out the window once it rains, and you get a day worth of cancellations. And, you know, especially – and I know it's an AD nightmare. I can imagine Coach Arceau and Coach Johnson and Rick Lewis. You know, they have all this planned out, and then it pours. Everything gets canceled. Then they got to, you know, restack everything and and shuffle the cards. So, you know, here's to getting through a spring with uh, little little rain (laughs) outs and – Hopefully the worst is behind us and we won't have to worry
1: about it. Tall order, to be sure. Fortunately, yeah. there are sports like lacrosse and soccer where it doesn't affect them, but, Yeah. but uh, still.
0: Baseball, softball, golf, you're not, you're not standing on the uh, sixth screen with a, <laughs> with a pitching wedge and a, and a putter in the lightning storm. So. God would never ruin the greatest round of my life. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Putting for par and then you get struck by lightning is never good. <laughs> All righty, but then that'll, that'll kind of do it for us. Again, hopefully um, we'll have everything put together for you for next week. We'll have a guest on, and JT will be back to um, opine about his, uh, his adventures down at the uh, Coastal Invitational. And um, if you got any ideas, if you want to be on the show, again, just drop us a line. We're out there. We're not that hard to find. And uh, until then, we'll uh, catch you down the road. Take care.